Let's go. Let's go. Oh, oh. Did you want to? Sorry. sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you. Next time. The analysis. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh, Trust me. can't go back now. Was, was that the analysis. Yeah. Oh, Welcome man. back to the podcast. Oh, God. Playing that all week. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this is the analysis. Thanks for participating. You're welcome. <laughs> and we are back. And we have a panel of uh, guests, former guests. We'll call them uh, previous cast members. We'll call them uh, cameo appearances for the sake of the conversation today, which is Ghostbusters. Yeah! Yeah. Just recently released. And today's a very special day because we have our first lady on the podcast. Please say hello to the people, Christy Borsch. Hi. Shouldn't be that big of a, uh, the first of many ladies. The first of many ladies, (laughs) correct. And we're talking, of course, about the new Ghostbusters, which has, I've seen on my Facebook feed, has been called a uh, breakthrough for comedy and for feminism. And so we're having a breakthrough today (laughs) on the the podcast for for comedy and for feminism. And, you know, we want to even though we let off with six straight weeks of anti-sexual <laughs> talk. So we, oh, we do appreciate ladies, and we wanted to make sure we had one on us, especially talking about this Just movie. the one. Well, yeah, just the one. <laughs> you are. You, you've met your quota. We tried to get multiple women on, and we had so one accepted. So. <laughs> That's my life in a nutshell. <laughs> so uh, joining us again are our cameo appearances. From previous episodes, we have Bobby Peterson. What up, what up? And, oh, of course, acting extraordinaire. Again. Barry Irving. Oh, hi. I hate that title. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I later. have information that I'll get to later. Okay. So, and we all have recently seen Ghostbusters, the 2006 version. 2006 reboot. 2006? What year did we go see I, this movie? <laughs> Ten years ago, we're coming back to talk about it. <laughs> I just got out of my proton pack. And, uh, excuse me, 2016 version, we're off to a bumpy start. And, uh, and Christy, and, and, and we've all recently seen it, no one more recent than Christy. It's a few hours ago. Literally just got Oh, you just got back. I just saw it. Oh, man, okay. And I wish I would have done this. we're going to cut it up a little bit. So, uh, we'll start ladies first, Christy. Yeah. Uh, what were some of your uh, first feelings or opinions of the film? I thought Kate McKinnon was, like, the huge takeaway. Flawless. Like, just so much fun. What? You hate, you didn't like her? I, I have, th- there is no bigger Kate McKinnon hater than your, than your oh, boyfriend, Greg Ott. Oh, oh so, he's not here, so it doesn't matter. Greg Ott, also cameo. Uh, he also <laughs> hasn't seen it, so his opinion yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, he refuses to it because I think Kate McKinnon's in it. I'll just just say that um, like they announced this this has been a whole process and like they announced that they were doing it with women and they announced like the cast and like of the four main characters Kate McKinnon is the one that I know the least about. Um, I'm not an avid SNL viewer but like I knew of Leslie Jones when they announced that she joined the cast because that was kind of a big deal covering demographics that aren't whatever but like Kate McKinnon was 
the one person whose body work I knew the least, and I did not know expect to to expect. And I know that I know that Bob, you are the hugest fan of. Kate I just Kennedy. I'm not the biggest fan of her work on SNL, and I. It's been a long time a pain of mine. She does the big bug eyes, and she does the German characters and the Russian characters, or the old woman. And I am like, okay, that's her trick, and that's pretty much what she does. I do think she's been catching more of a stride the last couple seasons of SNL, and I really did appreciate her making the biggest choices in this movie. I lo- I thought she was great. So I, I'm beginning to come around on Kate McKinnon, and... So, yeah, let's kind of, uh, Bobby, do you have any opinions out of the gate of the movie before we dig into kind of the cultural significance of what just happened? Right out of the gate, I was a fan, uh, especially of all the performers. I like that most of them come from SNL, which is pretty prevalent to the original lineup there, the Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah, but him was a big takeaway because of her dedication to being wacky. Every frame of the movie she's in, which is pretty great. I appreciate that. It's like a sort of a Jim Carrey-esque, like just over the top all the time. Steals every scene. Steals every she's scene, like absolutely. Her lips in the background, and I'm just like, well, that she thinks that scene again. Like, <laughs> but it's great. I also really liked um, what's it, uh, Kevin? What's his name? Oh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Uh, yeah. You didn't like it? Oh, uh, uh, I just thought. I mean, all like. I, I tip my hat to Chris Hemsworth, the actor, because he is someone who could easily get pigeonholed into doing one thing, and is definitely not, especially after this. But I, I hated that character. <laughs> I thought every single scene he was in, he just got gradually stupider, and I just got tired of watching. So, yeah, one of the people, one of the criticisms that I read online was there's two male roles in the film. And Paul Feig basically made one of the male roles evil and one of the male roles stupid. And so it's going, okay, I can see that you want to turn the situation around where you can have a summer blockbuster that involves a yeah. whole female lead yeah. and you want to have, you know, you want to give little girls something to look up to and a, uh, and, and a blockbuster where they can be the focal point, but you don't need to go 180 and just say men are either evil or stupid. And that those are the only two character types you can. So it's, it's, that's one of the arguments. I'm not saying that's how it's, I necessarily. It's definitely felt. it's definitely an experiment. I definitely see where it's coming from because you know that usually typically it is a reverse thing where like the the men in the movie are getting all of the good parts and you're like and you kind of like reverse that by by making Chris Hemsworth this sort of character and I, I get where that's coming from. And that's definitely it's it's definitely like one of those things you tried something and I and you admire you admire the choice but the character itself. It was just something I got tired of. It was so over the top, and that's why I loved it. It wasn't like he was casually like, oh, I'm just good looking and I'm gonna be like the secretary. It was like, I'm tripping, I'm so dumb. Like, it took it and it flipped it in the 180 and it was like back, like in your face. Like, yeah, I am gonna play the stupid part because for so long the women have that's, played that part. Yeah. So, like, I like that they went that extreme yeah. with it because for so long there has been women that had to play that role and they didn't get to play the lead. So I thought I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I hear where it's coming from. Uh, with the Hemsworth character, the part that genuine, genuinely made me laugh was the interview scene, which is awesome. Uh, I felt very loose. When he first gets there? Yeah, when he first yeah, gets that there. Was his best, that was his that best was scene in the movie. Everything else Hemsworth didn't do anything for me. It, it was just like, downhill after that one. I don't know, and that's my biggest qualm with the film, but I feel like a lot of the jokes, for me, didn't hit. 
But the interview is probably the funniest portion of the film for me. <laughs> that's I really, great, that's a great visual bit. The hearing with his yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, he's so he's so far beyond... I, I like to keep... Even even when it's silly and even when it's wacky, I like the characters to exist in some form of, of reality or some form of... This, these would actually be... Even for a dumb person, if that would be a logical response. To cover your eyes when you think you're hearing something is so so far beyond stupid that it's like, come on, like, at least round in... in I heard that was a play... I don't, I don't know exactly what I do, I do need to watch. I think it's a bit from the first one where Bill Murray says something that's like related to a certain sense and he and like his he he makes a gesture that's contradictory to it where he says uh, like so it's a, okay. I think it's a reference to a line from the first movie. I don't I don't know that. Oh, don't yeah. quote me on that. Okay. But I have to look for the And they did pay homage to the original ones several times in the movie and so I'd like to kind of get into that. So in terms of the plot, and I don't want to uh, spoil anything. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, People aren't watching this. Well, listening to this. It, yeah. is this well, ask the question, and if it's going to get in the spoiler territory, you might need to make a disclaimer. Or something. Okay, yeah. So I, I'd like to try to avoid it if at all possible. But in terms of the plot, um, there's Go an evil them. guy who's been... So, so it's Kristen Wiig who is... Um, a, a brilliant scientist will say she wants to get this tenure ship at MIT and she's got an old friend and they used to be really into ghosts um, and Kristen Wiig truly believes in it spiritually because she used to be visited by a ghost in the past in her childhood and they write this book together and it's, it's kind of coming up and it's, it's haunting her current career no pun intended. Literally and figuratively. Yes, exactly. So it's haunting her career, and um, the the villain of the of the of the movie has is making is bringing ghosts back based on theories that are in the book. He's using the book kind of somehow mm -hmm. to drum up these these ghosts, and so there's a lot of extra ghost activities in New York City. So in terms of that plot, I thought. I, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I also thought it was serviceable enough. I I was hoping for more. Is kind of yeah, what I'm getting at. That's fair. That, do you guys feel that, or do you guys? I I I like. Yeah, it's weird because I that was I think my biggest criticism of the movie is that the the villain just just seem to conveniently be there. It's like, oh, ho, ho, you wrote this book. Oh, I read it. Oh, I'm gonna make a lot of gadgets that are kind of like the stuff that you have. They're just, gonna, they're just gonna bring out the ghosts. And it just seemed like very, oh, yeah. Didn't seem like they did work that hard to put the villain into the story. Which, which I, I could have used more of, but at the same time, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. I'm it's being not really picky. Yeah, it's, it's not I'm a being really picky by saying. I would say the biggest thing, same for the plot too. That why were they surprised when they first saw the ghost? It was less like they were excited to see it, and more like, oh my god, we're not crazy. It's like, wait, you've already wrote a book on this. Of course, you're not crazy. <laughs> like, you've been researching this for a long time. Like, this. I felt like the first thirty minutes or so were like it was like validating their like speculations. Uh, and instead of like catching, I wanted them to catch ghosts sooner and like start saving like the city and people to be excited for them and like nobody believed in them the whole time. That's what I missed in comparing it to the first one. You know what I really liked is a little 
tidbit that I thought Fig put in there was when they were they were going to they were posting videos of them or catching ghosts or, or spotting ghosts at least on YouTube and then they were looking at YouTube comments. comments. Oh, it yeah. seemed like they were pulled right from, from the YouTube the, comments of oh, the, trailer. the trailer. Yeah, and it no, almost seemed absolutely. like they went back yes. and added absolutely. those in because absolutely. it was like, oh look, people are saying how stupid this is and how you know what a horrible idea or like how, how lame. You're like, why, why would a woman ever want to catch a ghost? And it, it seriously feel like yeah. I was like, well, it's been it's been a it's been an uphill battle since before that trailer even came out. I think the trailer is definitely like what highlighted it and the fact that it's the most disliked. Uh, video on YouTube and like and like that's definitely one thing, but it's almost like you were saying if they like went back, I almost feel like they might have even already been facing a little bit of like resistance to the point where like sure. that was probably a part of the story that was semi already planned, and then the YouTube thing happened, and it's like oh well, let's make it YouTube, com- let's make it a YouTube comment. Yeah, there was that joke in there too towards the end of the movie where alarms are for dudes, which is, a, you know, because there's alarms that they have set in the previous elms for, you know, when, when shit's going down. But, you know, in this one, they kind of put part of having safety. Yeah, for sure. And so, you just, because there's been, there's been talks of a sequel or a reboot to Ghostbusters for so long, and it was such a mega blockbuster in the 80s. And once Bill Murray, he's been so, in the media, so resistant to the idea for so long. And so then, when they're, they're finally going to do it, and they're going to do it, but without Harold Ramis. And it's like, boom, strike one. And then they're going to do it, but not with the original Ghostbusters. And then they're going to do it, but with women. And like, and that's the whole thing. Hey, why does your voice have to go down like that? No, that's, that's how no, I that's how about it. it. That's, that's, no, but like I'm saying, and so that's and so it's it's really become a feminist movement. And I, he was like, the whole cast went on. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, and so it was all the girls, and then the, uh, at least Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray were on the show as well, and they were almost kind of publicly coming out and trying to say, let's calm down, we're here in support of this movie, and Bill Murray came out and he said... ...about the fact that there have been so many different pitches about a new Ghostbusters movie, and you have been... I saw them all! <laughs> you saw them all, <laughs> and you were re- reluctant to be a part of any of them until you heard this idea, and why, why was this idea appealing to you? It was only because I knew these girls were funny. <laughs> this is a tough movie to pull off because it's a big concept. There's a lot on the plate. There's a lot of expectation. And Danny and I and, 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 and Annie and, and Ernie were just screaming, cheering like we were at a sporting event. At the end of it, they just kept... <laughs> And so it really took him coming out and doing a public service announcement to, I think, allow the movie to have a chance. And there's still mm-hmm. some people, even with yeah. good reviews and even with good word of mouth, there's still some people, some people. that uh, refuse to see it. And again, in terms of my overall feelings, there's there was parts that I liked and there was parts that I wasn't crazy about, but it's... But to just not give it a chance is just super narrow-minded, yeah. I feel like. I, I I mean not and I'm not trying to if you if you have I'm not trying to down talk anyone's opinions or anything but it's like okay I, I and I get where it comes from because like yeah I, the movie is a very special thing to me too but you think about it and you and you mentioned uh, the whole like reboots and remakes and that whole thing all of these movies that have this reattached to them because they're taking an old idea and making it into a new movie that's something that's been being done 
for as long as movies have been being made. You look at any like story that has that is like a centuries old story, like Three Musketeers or something. You fuck you put you Google that movie and you look at the amount of film versions of that story have been told. This is not this whole reboot thing is not a new thing. You you gotta you gotta figure like this is this is this is the age where like we have this age group called millennials and like a lot of us are adults now and there are things that were around when we were kids that are being brought back. This is just it's what's happening and you don't have to like if you if you act like you can you're gonna take the stance about like, oh, these shouldn't be this shouldn't be happening and they can't do Ghostbusters. You're just setting yourself up for disappointment because pretty much they're just gonna hit everything. Yeah, and to some people's defense, um, it's not necessarily that they won't go see it because they're ladies and everything. It's more of this is a Hollywood money grab, which I mean, they're, yeah. they're making it so they yeah. can make money off of. Or they, they're so making it so they can make money, like, right? But most it's movies. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's more like it's not going. This isn't this isn't something. This isn't like part of the Hollywood vehicle that I necessarily want to participate in. So I kind of I understand that a little too. Yeah. I'm not just gonna go because it's it says Ghostbusters on it. I'm not just gonna go because it's because I feel like I, everyone's going somewhere else. So I I, I cause sometimes I, I see that point too. So what do you guys think? Um, there were some cameos that came back, I, and I don't think this is spoiling anything. People know that Bill Murray's gonna show up. People know that Dan Aykroyd's gonna show up. How did you guys feel about how those were handled? Um, it's cool. It's a cool thing that they did. I think that plays into, I feel like that is a more gimmicky thing to do than remaking the story. Yes. So it's like, okay, it's, it's fine. Like, I, I, I would have been, it's a nice touch for sure, and it honors the tradition or whatever, yeah. but I feel like the people that you are trying to speak to by doing that have already... Or the majority of the people you're trying to speak to by doing that have already kind of like made up their mind about the movie and either are gonna see it. So, so at times, I don't know which ones I would have taken yeah. out, but at times it definitely did seem to take away from the story, which I thought was fine by itself. Or they could have put them all together. It yeah. was like they yeah. like yeah. laced them through. It was literally the like every. It was like something would happen, and, yeah. and then you get through ten minutes of story. Oh, someone else just came back. Oh, we get through ten minutes of story. Oh, or. Well, yeah. Hudson was last, but like, mm. it seems like every it seemed like the script was like marked with like, oh, we've gone, past, we've gone twenty minutes, gotta throw someone from the original mm -hmm. Ghostbusters back in now. Without spoiling, Bill Murray's part was my least favorite yes. part. I That's least. Yes, that's the least. Yeah. It was the least favorite. Oh God. And it's not his fault. It was just the, the way it was done. I actually kind of liked Ackroyd's, and I don't want to get into how he yeah. comes yeah. back. Yeah, it's just, it was just subtle. Yeah, like, subtle. Like didn't really, didn't really, yeah. didn't really break the, the rhythm of it. It was just, it was yeah. perfect. And that's kind of how I wish they all would have been. And yeah, mm -hmm. I guess having them all show up as something at, at the same time would have, you know, got that out of the way quicker. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I was not a fan of the, the Bill Murray cameo. Um, again, and I and my favorite one was actually how they did Harold Ramis, which I don't yes. want to spoil. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the the most kind of. Yeah. Oh, I actually think there was in our a, audience, there was, everyone odd. Yeah, there was an audible reaction from the audience during that part, and it's so quick too. But it's still. Well, Bill Murray like, was less of a cameo and more of a part, and the others were just yeah. like they're little blips, yeah. and then that's all that it needed. But they tried to give him more, which is like, of course, Bill Murray, give him as much as he'll take. Mm -hmm. he just didn't. 
work the same as the others, the little plants. And so how do you guys feel about Phoebe? He, um, he had said that originally Melissa McCarthy was supposed to play the character of the CTA worker, Leslie Jones' part. But he, the more he got to think about it, he wanted Leslie Jones to have a breakthrough the same way that Melissa McCarthy had her breakthrough with his Bridesmaids movie. And so, how did you guys feel about where the characters, uh, who was who was kind of cast in, in, in kind of what character types? Because very much Melissa McCarthy, or uh, very much Kristen Wiig, who's normally wacky, or at least I think kind mm-hmm. of an off-the-wall character, was she was the straight man. Yeah. And they, they, like, we already talked about Kate McKinnon, and they really let her off the reins, or off, you know, let her go and do her thing. Um, and then, so how do you guys feel about how the cast worked as a unit? I thought... It was nice. I liked it. I liked it for for multiple reasons. Um, There was kind of a way that they all both did and did not sort of fit into slots that are kind of, or stop characters Mm -hmm. that are kind of created by the first team. Like, I feel like Kristen Wiig was kind of the Peter Venkman of the story and Melissa McCarthy was kind of the race dance, and Kate McKinnon. Katie McKinnon actually looked like, kind of like how Egon looks in the cartoon. The cartoon, yeah. Robert Ghostbusters. And, and so, so she was that, and then Leslie Jones is the Winston. I, it, they, they kind of like were those, but they also were different than the male counterparts. So I, I, I kind of liked it, actually. I liked it. Was, um, when Melissa McCarthy, when she was going to be the... CTA order was Leslie Jones just not I don't, a picture yet? Or? I'm not sure. There was a it's lot of original castings, but I he see. had said that in his mind when he was taking on the project, she was supposed to play the CTA character that yeah. comes on later. And then, um, I, I don't know how, how the casting was broken down, but you know, there's been several that I've, I've seen as far back as 2006. Uh, I've seen, I've seen, uh, uh, like Steve Carell and Paul Rudd were, were rumored to be, when, back when it was going to be a male reboot, they were rumored to be in it. There's been all sorts of different casting hypotheses. So, but yeah, originally when he, when he had gotten the, the script and gotten approval for the reboot, that's how he saw it. So it, it's just interesting to think about, but comes time down to rate it. You guys, I want to try a new rating system where we, uh, we, we where we tier them. So I've named the tiers after different Hollywood statuses. So if you guys think it's an elite movie, musty, probably going to be an Oscar-nominated movie, you put it in the street category. Uh, Wait, what's the, what's the street, street, the goat, Meryl Streep, the the goat category. Uh, if it's uh, okay, like probably check it out. Maybe rent it as a download. But pretty solid. That's going to be the Josh Brolin category, and uh, the, the average, pretty good, but uh, not necessarily a must see right away. And then if it's just god awful, you give it the Mark Wahlberg. So, uh, so you guys had to uh, throw it into one of the category systems. What would you uh, give Ghostbusters? Oh, God, I hate this. <laughs> no, I, hate I hate this, this category. This one's got to go first up. Well, we're going to do it but today. We're doing it. We're doing it today. Because uh, I'm not going to say that you should not see this movie. Like, even if you even if you have an opinion about it that is negative, you should see it. And even if it doesn't break your opinion, then I'll just know you're real narrow-minded. But um, I'm going to put it in the street category. And it's not. I like. I'm there. I feel like. I feel like my my comments so far haven't you really. You instantly regretted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm 
everybody. I'm saying you should see it. Like you should, you Absolutely. you should see it and formulate an, an opinion upon it. So I'm not gonna tell anyone not to see it. I have a, I have some. Is it going to be one of your top ten movies of the year? Do you think? I didn't see a lot this year. So yes. So possibly. You're sleeping. It's working fine. Like by by the end of 2016, do I think it's going to be in the top? Yes. It, it, it could happen. Okay. It's yeah, not. It's not solidly in there yet, but. All right. For the sake of the rating system, I'll give a roll in. But for the sake <laughs> of the like that's what I should it. Down. You just wanted to hear us yeah. say this. But for the sake of mine, it's going to be a Rollberg. So like. Rollberg. So not a fifty percent, like a little bit less. Uh, and the Ooh. only negativity I'm going to throw towards it, actually, I think, it was towards the writing. I didn't think that many of the jokes were that funny. Mm -hmm. Performers were great. Performers are so good. Like, performers all around were pretty good. It was the writing for me. Like some of the jokes yeah. felt very obvious. Just like you know, you knew when a punchline was coming, which is kind of a summer blockbuster sort of mm -hmm. thing to do. But or I don't know. set up, and then they pulled the rug out from under you. Yeah. And it was like, oh nope, that not again. And I was like, oh, okay. Another. Yeah. So some of the predictability and just some of the actual like the words people were saying was not for me. Uh, 100%, but the performance great, so I'll give it a, I'll give it a Brolin. So you're in between Brolin and Wahlberg? Uh, what actor would that be? Between Brolin and Wahlberg. But that's where, that's where you are? You're in between oh. those two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who would, like, Barry do a brainstorm of an actor who's not quite Wahlberg terrible, but... Fucking Jesus Christ. Wahlberg is... Did Wahlberg win an Academy Award? No, he was nominated. <laughs> he was fraudulently. <laughs> fraudulently. I'm not going to... But he's playing Boogie Nights. Fuck you, Bob. He's playing Boogie Nights. That's his best movie. That was more of the director. We're going to be topic. I'm upset. All right. What would you... What would you... I'm changing mine, by the way. You're backpedaling? Yeah. Why? Just because... He's back to Brolin. I'm going to put the movie in the Brolin category. But... It's a movie that you should see. I'm not saying it's an Oscar-caliber movie, but it's a movie that yeah. deserves to be seen. Yeah, yeah, that's all we wanted. I am not going to use your scale. I'm going yeah. to okay. I'm gonna give it a Bill Murray. For sure. I like that. Mic drop. Because like it's that. something like great, something that is enjoyable. It's a summer flick. And... Yeah, but you need to see it. It's a, like Barry said, it's like something enjoyable you should see, but not something that's going to get mulligan. Yeah, but also it's a movie movie. that needed to happen, and yes. I feel like the resistance against it is proof that it needed to happen. Like it's not a perfect movie no. by any means, but it needed to happen so that at some point we can make. The perfect movie where yes. females are highlighted and these things. We were talking about the meme that was blowing up on the internet of with Kristen the little Wig. girls. Yeah, she's Kristen Wiig is at her the premiere of the movie and there's three little girls dressed up as Ghostbusters mm -hmm. and she's and she looks pretty emotional about it. But it says this is why we need to have. Yeah, and then there's the one where she's like, I don't know if she's signing an autograph for one girl. There's like one girl she's clearly having an interaction with, but then there's another girl behind them, and they usually show the two pictures side by side. And the second picture is a close-up of the girl who's looking at them, and she's just got this delighted look in her eyes, and it's like that is what the whole thing is about. Like that, like 
and yeah, little boys, we always got to dress up as both uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. We had the packs and everything, and you like know. I, I remember going off on a slight tangent. I remember a couple years ago going to see the terrible Ninja Turtle remake mm-hmm. from a few years mm-hmm. ago, and like the best part of the movie, the best part of that experience for me was seeing the kids. In waiting for the movie with Ninja Turtle masks on and being like, oh yeah, this is what I grew up with. And the fact that like this gets to continue now, but now girls are gonna are gonna look into this franchise and be like, oh, I don't have to be X Y Z looking pretty for any. Ma- I can be a smart, mm-hmm. independent woman who fucking saves the world at the end of the day. Like, that is a great thing. And that little boys can look at it and say, hey, girls can do it exactly. too. It's exactly. like for, exactly. for everybody. For, and I had two little girls sitting next to me in the movie theater, and I think they're one of their best lines is when they were like discovering the X across the city. And then they were like, he is like planted this, blah, blah, blah. And one of them leans over and goes, how do they know it's a he? Oh, and then it's like, damn. I know, it's like, oh, okay, okay. That's the only thing I heard. But they were like, dancing and like just like loving it but and the day when we don't celebrate that women are in leaves that that's just normal like that they are in the jumpsuits and their hair is tucked up and it doesn't matter like i almost got teary-eyed when kate McKinnon does that scene when she pulls the guns out from like the side and she's like i forgot about my new toy kate let's go licks the gun and starts shooting because she's not wearing a tight jumpsuit she's not like sweating yeah, her boobs sexy. aren't exposed yeah. it's like no she's just like having fun and like taking care of business she's and, being a badass yeah, yeah like, just, like, the really badass. yeah it's yeah. awesome and it's not like when i watched ghostbusters before i didn't sit there and think like i can't do that i thought i can be a badass too even though it's a guy so i i mean it it just as soon as we stop thinking Oh, that's special that there's a woman out there being the badass. That's what we have I think we can do it. I know we can do it. We will do it. <laughs> the film is progressive, and you know the backlash has proved that a lot of people don't want to be progressive, and that's depressing. But at the same time, I hope this movie be successful simply for the fact that it's progressive. It's it's fighting the norms, as yeah. we all discussed here, and uh, it's a thing to be celebrated for sure. Cool. Well, hey guys, uh, that went pretty good. You guys want to do a little trivia with me, a little Bob's trivia corner? Let's do it. All yeah. right, I yeah, we uh, we end up on a little trivia. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay. um, pretty much Ghostbuster themes What's here today. Are you are you What's pulling things up? Can I say something really cool? Yeah, up? go ahead. Last no, time I have it ready to go, but well, go I'm just gonna say this real quick. <laughs> Last time I was on the show, I made a fatal error and I misspelled the name of the theater company I grew up with. Or grew up with have been you doing. It? You 2006. It? Yeah. Two, yeah, 2006. I misspelled the. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying right now. You're but engine, engine Productions is actually spelled I N G E N Productions.com. I apologize. Okay, get back to the trivia. Yeah, and hopefully they do have a Ghostbusters movie pretty soon because I think that would be oh. an awesome project. Yeah, so, yeah. We, all right. This, this conversation has been had many times. Fingers crossed for that. I don't know. Engine, I can't say anything. The analysis is behind you and fully support a <laughs> Ghostbusters uh, reboot play. So, with that said, into trivia, we all know the names of the original Ghostbusters: Peter Venkman, Ray Sands, Egon Spangler, and Winston. Oh, Edmar. No, one well, what are the names? no one knows. No one knows. Oh, really? What? But what are the names of the characters played by Rick Moranis, oh. Andy Potts, and Sigourney Ooh. Weaver? 
Um, Sigourney Weaver is Dana. Dana. We gotta say first and last name. Dana's fine. Okay. Dana. Uh, uh, Rick Moranis is Lewis. Lewis Tully, Dana Barrett, and Annie Potts' name is Janine. That's my mom's name. Janine. Janine. That's one for one team. Uh, very second, second trivia. Second one. If, if uh, team is Barry. Yes, team is. Second second one is a two parter. Uh, what Barry. year were the first two Ghostbusters released, and which one made more money? The first Ghostbusters is nineteen eighty four because I was not born yet. The second one, 1989, and I'm going to say the second one made more money. I would say the first one made more money. I'd say the second one. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> number one made $295.2 million in 84. It's the biggest movie that year. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, that was before like, Pixar, so, I feel like <laughs> so they had a chance. Didn't it also get something for like special effects or something? Or it was like nominated for it was like a revolutionary movie when it came out. You know, it's like there were so many things that people just hadn't seen in movies before. That it's like you can't get that experience mm-hmm. now. And that's like And Bill Murray said that's when he realized he was a movie star was when he when he walked around on the street and people would sing the theme uh, songs or yeah. stuff. So, uh, yeah, and so, uh, Wait, 2015, one, 2000, or excuse me, 2006, 2006, uh, 1989 made 215, so 295 versus 215, and then the current one sits this morning at 65 mil, so a little behind, but it just opened, so, uh, second question, Melissa McCarthy has previously starred with two original members of the Ghostbusters, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, in separate movies, what are they? One is St. Vincent with Bill Murray. Correct. Ooh. And Aykroyd was in? You got it. Uh... My Girl 3. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're both, are they, uh, I can't ask questions. You got it. I, I don't know. Nothing? Don't know. The second one was Tammy. Um, is he a Tammy? I don't know who he plays in Tammy. but I've seen it. Okay. I, don't, I don't remember Aykroyd. Yeah, I don't know. And... The uh, next question: What SNL icon is Slimer based off of? It's gotta be Belushi. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gotta, gotta be Belushi. Belushi. Yeah. He was supposed to be yeah. in the original. There you go. Yep. Yeah. John Belushi, the hot dogs, and actually they had a homage to him because in Blues Brothers he drives his they steal cop car and he drives around with a hot blonde, and so Slimer. Also fucking gross. Jesus Christ. The Slimer looking bad. Slimer. I looked out of my shirt and he said No, but yeah, Slimer has never been I mean I guess it's I guess it's the cartoon fan in me, like getting used to that character being somewhat endearing, but man was he gross. Like, I, when he came out, I was like, oh, go back. Uh, finally, do you guys want to do Last Man Standing? Uh, someone that was in the movie? Where we just, we go around in a circle, and we, we name an actor, and then we try to name as many movies as we can without falling off. Yes, I'll fall off. It doesn't matter. You just got to believe in it. Who, who, who do you guys want to do? I think someone from... From this movie. Someone was uh, in the movie. You guys want to do Bill Murray? We're going to do Bill Murray. He's, yeah. Okay, we'll do right. Bill Murray. Christy, we'll start with you. Just name a Bill Murray movie. Can't name the same one twice. What's the Bill Murray Christmas special? There you go. I'm going to count it. Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Life Aquatic. Ghostbusters. Hey! Yeah. Ghostbusters 2016. Yes. 
Oh, okay. What, what, what kind of... <laughs> you guys are fucking... <laughs> you guys fucking suck. Caddyshack. Rushmore. I'll, I'll go out. Just on the board. Uh, St. Vincent. Space Jam. Oh, oh, oh damn. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. I'm oh, sticking yeah. with the Wes Anderson. Yeah. I already, I already you went out. I already went out. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, Kingdom. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting up. All right. Wait, no, no, Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> oh. uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. Oh. Um, no. He's Wait. How, is, there's, is there a time limit on this? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you an ample amount of time. Okay. And also give me any Bobby time, I think. Zombie Lane. Oh, oh sweet. Oh, nice. Sweet. Uh, uh, Tootsie. Is he a Tootsie? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the roommate, he's the roommate of Dustin Hoffman. Okay. He, he, he has a great line about always, uh, only wanting to own a theater that is open when it rains outside. Uh, The Man Who Knew Too Little. Oh, good one. <sighs> what the fuck is the name of this movie? It's killing me, and I can't like I'm not gonna give any clues about it because if I can't think of it, I don't want anyone else. Smart move. Smart move. Oh God. Uh, Lost in translation. Oh, oh damn! Put it out. Uh, get smart. He plays a a man in a tree. Uh, I'll say Scrooge. <laughs> oh, he died. Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Your time limit is going to get shorter yeah. as well. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck this game. Uh, hey, man, you had a good showing. Um, and then I had a... I, yeah, you guys still got to do it. Speaking of good showing. I had a good one, and I, I think I lost it. thing as soon as I as soon as I turn this off I think of like ten more. Right. Uh do you have one Barry or Bobby I'll uh, I'll I'll yield to you if, if you have one I'll I'll call you the winner today. Caddyshack two? No, I don't think he's in Caddyshack. Is he? Nah if Dan Acker is in Caddyshack two he plays the, the weird guy with the heart it's funny I don't think he's in it. That was is that your is that your last I one? Think that was your, I think Alright well hey I, yeah. I think Wait, we did is, it is he in Kingpin? Yeah <laughs> I can't call you. It's a rebuttal. As a, as a this, unit, I think we did rebuttal. an okay job. And, uh, uh, we'll call Barry the winner today. I want to thank <laughs> Tennessee Porsche for coming on the show Thanks today. Thank me. you for being groundbreaking on the analysis. And I want to say hi to Genevieve and Kent. Hopefully you're listening and having a cold beer. I uh, want to say hi or thank you to Bobby Peterson. Thanks for uh, doing a cameo here. And thanks for Barry. Hey, thanks for letting me win. Engine Productions with a G, not a G. <laughs> oh, real quick. The uh, soundtrack to this movie was terrible. <laughs> yeah. They should have just used the original theme. Yeah. They could have yeah. used the same parts in the same parts. But, but we'll yeah. play out with that song. Thanks for coming and listening. Bye. <laughs> <Hey. laughs>